0: Hey good morning, y'all. It's Friday morning. I hope you're doing well and I've had a, a great week and looking forward to a wonderful weekend. I know that I am. It's been I've been a great week at church, it's been a great week um with friends and family. Um it's been been an awesome week, so I'm looking forward to a weekend, uh, spending time with some family, looking forward to worship Sunday. I'm really looking forward to Palm Sunday. We've got a big Palm Sunday planned at church. The kids will be waving palm branches and all the service. Love Easter egg hunts. We're gonna have a great Sunday of worship at St. Matthews, and we'd love for you to join us. We'd love for you to join us next week for Holy Week. You can find out all of our schedule um, at stm.umc.org/easter. That's where you'll find our Holy Week schedule, find our schedule for Palm Sunday, uh, find our schedule for Easter. Uh, it's gonna be gonna be an exciting uh, next uh, next ten days or so uh, here at our church at St. Matthews, and I'm just looking forward to experiencing it with you, and I'm looking forward to seeing what all God's gonna do after. Missing Easter last year, it's going to be really exciting to have have an awesome Easter this year. Uh, Today, in our reading, we're looking at um, Jeremiah. We're going to be reading Jeremiah 29, uh, 1 through 7. Jeremiah 29, 1 through 7, where Jeremiah writes these words. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah from Jerusalem to the remaining exiles, elders among the exiles, to the priests, prophets, and the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is after King Jeconiah and the Queen and the Queen Mother and the court officials, and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the artisans, the smiths that had departed from Jerusalem. The letter was sent by the hand of Elisha, son of Shapham, and Jeremiah, son of Helikal, who the king Zedekiah Judah had sent to Babylon to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. It says, It says, Thus says the Lord the God of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles who have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. But houses and live with them, plant gardens and eat what they produce, take wives and have sons and daughters, take take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and bear sons and daughters, multiply there, do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city that I have sent to the where I have sent you into exile, and pray for the Lord on his behalf, for its welfare will be your welfare. Okay. That's really interesting passage and a really encouraging and clarative verse honestly for us as Christians in the world that we find ourselves in Let, let's talk about what's happening here um, Jeremiah is um, a painful book. Jeremiah is often called the weeping prophet because his prophecies and his words in this book are are often often painful uh, he um, Jeremiah is producing is, 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 is sharing some hard words the people of Israel to hear. Some very harsh punishments, some very harsh words. So the book of Jeremiah itself is often quite painful. And then, when you keep reading Jeremiah and finish it, Jeremiah and you finish it and you go to um, Lamentations, which is the next book that Jeremiah wrote, Lamentations is awful. Lamentations pretty much is what the name says. It's a book of Lamentations, because the people have been taken away into exile, Jerusalem has been destroyed, the destroyed, The temple has been destroyed. There's great pain, there's great anguish, it's awful. Jeremiah and Lamentations are some of those painful words and painful books in all of Scripture. What's happened is the people of God have broken the covenant As and as, as the Lord promised, if you keep the covenant, you'll have the land, you'll have my blessings. If you break the covenant, you're going to face punishment. So the people have broken the covenant and the first Thing that happened was the temple of israel separated into a northern kingdom called israel the southern kingdom called judah israel never had a king serve the lord every king of israel did wicked in the eyes of the lord judah which is based in jerusalem based in the southern part of the kingdom had jerusalem and had the temple every once in a while judah would have a king who did right but not many of them most of them did evil in the sight of the lord as well so eventually The northern kingdom of Israel was defeated by Assyria and destroyed. And the southern kingdom of Judah was eventually defeated by Babylon and um, taken. And and it says here it says the smiths, the artisans, the leaders, all these folks, so many people were taken into exile in Babylon. So Babylon came in, took the best, the brightest, the youngest, and shipped them to Babylon, leaving behind some refugees that basically just having devastated Jerusalem and Judah. So they took the leaders, their children, Away from Jerusalem, away from Judah, sent into Babylon. Um, that's what Daniel describes. Daniel is one of the exiles in Babylon. So the Book of Daniel uh, lays out a lot of a lot of those stories. So, um, and it's interesting. Okay, so if you're you're biblical in world history, it is in the Babylonian exile that the word Judah is shortened to the word Jew. And that's where Jews first became called Jews. So, anyway they're now in exile. And remember, remember this exile is a punishment. They're being punished for what they've done. They've broken God's law. They've broken God's will. They've done what's wrong. I mean this this exile is a painful, harsh punishment. And so we read Ezekiel what's happened there. We see it's a it's a very either they're punished, they feel awful. They they're they have done wrong in the eyes of the Lord and they're facing punishment for it. It's not a Babylon's not a fun vacation. It's a painful punishment. It's a chastening from God. It's not a, it's not a fun time. So here we see Jeremiah writing this letter to Babylon, writing the letters in Babylon, the Babylon, the Babylonian, the Babylonian exile, the punishment they're facing. And so, he writes this letter. What does he tell them to do? Build homes. Marry. Give your children a marriage. Work for the welfare of the city that you're going to find yourself in while you're in exile. For the welfare of this city is for your welfare as well. Work for the good of this city. Yeah, they're in exile. Yeah, they're being punished. But work for good. Work for the good of that city. Work for the good of that town. Work for the good. Of that community. Seek its welfare. Seek what's best for it. Because in doing that, you'll also get your own welfare, you'll also be taken care of, and you also will live as God wants. Work for the good of your city. It's a great encouragement for us as Christians to work for the good in the places we find ourselves in. Uh, I remember an old saying I heard when I first started preaching is. Some folks are so heavenly minded they're no earthly good, and that stuck with me through the years. The Bible's clear; tells us in verse Peter that we're strangers and aliens upon this world, and that this world's not our home. We also are kind of an exile. This world's not our home, and we need to need to get never get too comfortable here upon the earth, for this earth is not our home. We've got a heavenly kingdom. Read the Book of Hebrews. Read Hebrews eleven. The entire Hall of Faith is written about individuals. Who knew that their true home, their true home that they sought, was a heavenly home and a heavenly kingdom, not upon the earth. And they spent their entire lives seeking this heavenly home, this no- heavenly kingdom. They knew this world was not their home. The 12th on our home, y'all. We're not made for this world. We're made for heaven. We're made for God's kingdom. So, as Peter says, we're strangers and aliens here. This is not, this is not our perfect home. But while we're here, while we're here upon the earth, work for good. Work for the good of your community. Work for the good of your city, work for the good of your state. Work for the good of your school. Work for the good of your, of your industry. Work for, the, work for good y'all. Work for good while we're here. For, while this home is not our true home, it, it is our home and it's welfare is our welfare and our welfare is its welfare. And as we do good for our community as we do good for our neighbors, as work for the good of your street, y'all. Are there neighbors around you who need help? Are there neighbors around you who are lonely? Are there neighbors around you who need something you can provide? Work for that good. Work for the good of your of your teachers in your school systems. Work for the good of your of your local officials. Work for, work get involved in, in government. Get involved in helping others. Work for good. Because yes, this world's not our home. But it's welfare is our welfare. So we need to keep our eyes focused on our true home. Keep our eyes focused on where we're called to belong, on where our identity truly lies. But work for good. We never need to be so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. We want to work for the benefit of all around us. So today, work for the good of your local town. Work for the good of your state and work for the good of your of your nation. Do good for others. Care. Try to make the world a better place. That means big things. means little things. Live. I heard someone say. Take root where you're planted. Where you find yourself today. Take root there. Go deep there. Live fully there. Serve fully there. Take root where you are. And work for the good of where you are. And in that, you will find the life God wants for you. And you'll be a benefit to others. As the Bible says, we do, good, we do our good deeds from all over the world to see. And they give glory to our Father. So work for good today. Work for the benefit of your community. Work for the benefit of your city. Work for its welfare. And in doing that, we also will find the life that we desire as well. Love you guys. Praying for you. Have a great Friday. Work for good today and give God the glory for all that to do. Love you. Have a great Friday.